fellas, y'all ready to hit the lip? I've been ready <laughs> since I was born. <laughs> A little reentry. <laughs> so let me uh, let me start this off by saying I think we're all pretty good fans of the Last of Us games. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably still got to finish the second one up myself personally, but same. This series has done nothing but not disappoint me, which has been very nice. I usually have to kind of bargain with myself and let myself know that creatively there's going to be differences on adaptations, but this one has just consistently consistently surprised me in a in a great way, and I think you can kind of elaborate on that, Trey. Man, this adaptation i'm not even gonna call it an adaptation Hmm. this is it's it's the game without the controller man i don't know how else to really put it it is beautiful to see it brought to life in such a way um on this show uh it's the game was phenomenal played it twice uh ps3 ps4 versions and to see it brought into the the realm of the living the way they even time everything up well uh, to bring it into 2023. Um, yeah. Specifically, I, I thought that was like, that blew me away. They have taken some liberties that at first I was like, why? Like episode one, the intro with Big Head from Silicon Valley. Yeah, the cold intro, the cold. The cold yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, what What the hell is the point of this? Where, do you, where, do you, where are you going with this? But they're giving you a lay of the land, and I give kudos. I don't know if that was Druckmann or the dude whose name I feel bad. The uh, scary movie guy who the, did uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that was his idea or Druckmann's. I feel like it's leaning towards the Chernobyl guy. Yeah, it was. It was. I heard there's a podcast that they have that's going along with the episodes, too. Oh, word? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's actually the voice of Joel. Um, What's his oh, name? Oh, Tony Baker. Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Yeah, yeah. Troy Baker's leading and he's talking to the creators about the episodes. And yeah, that was the creative decision by the other director. And uh, they had been sitting on that for a long time because they had an intro for it, but it just wasn't going to like be effective. They had a bunch of different like editing choices they did to make this one big mega episode for, for the first one. That was supposed to be the first two episodes, but it was going to end... We'll get to the point where it was going to end in a bit. But yeah, they had that intro. They kind of made it in post and decided to go with it afterwards once they fleshed out the story. You're talking about the uh, the scientific yeah. uh, breakdown, right, at the beginning? Okay. Yeah. So uh, welcome to a uh, WFS review of The Last of Us, episodes one and two. We're going to talk about what we've seen versus what we've played, thoughts on deviations, remixes. New elements and shot for shot, beat for beat, things that have happened in the new TV show on HBO Max that was announced yesterday. They are getting a season two. Woo! Surprising no one because everybody came out saying it's the best video game thing ever. Honestly, yes. And it honestly is, man. um, I will echo what. Chris Stuckman and a couple of other people have said there have been other good video game adaptation that adaptations of stuff. Uh, I, this is going to sound really funny to say, cause it's not beat for beat like the games, but the Sonic, the Hedgehog movies are great. Hmm. I love those movies. Oh yeah. I watch those with my kids. They're not like the video games, but they capture the spirit of, of Sonic in the of, game. Uh, of the, Sonic. Yeah. 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 So I, I wanted to like, at least give them kudos I thought the Tomb Raider movies were decent. Never saw the newest one. Hmm. But for that time, they were solid. Now, 
That said, them shits ain't touching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna get straight to the point, or as they say, the bluff, bottom line up front. I like this a lot. Yeah. I don't love it like everybody else does. Um, I have my issues with the casting still. I don't think Ellie is like Ellie at all. And I love the actress that plays Ellie. Yeah, Lady Mormont. Lady Mormont. Yeah. yeah, Bella Ramsey. Yeah. I think she's great. She doesn't she doesn't look like her. I can get over that. She doesn't quite act like her. She's still a little too rough around the edges for for that age. Because if you compare how she was in the first game, again, I haven't played the second, so maybe she's more like maybe she comes more like this in the second game. But she was still scared and unsure. She yeah. has a confidence to her that Ellie doesn't get until later on in the first game and left behind. Yeah. So that, that kind of still weirds me out a little bit. Um, Pedro Pascal, the world's greatest babysitter from the Mandalorian <laughs> to this. Uh, <laughs> um, I think he does a decent job of embodying Joel. I still don't think he is Joel like, I thought Joel was a little more physically imposing from what I remember in the games, a little bit taller uh, obviously not a Latino, but that doesn't bother me at all. Like, it's cool. And I think it was an awesome job of them not just saying, hey, we're going to have a Latino play, you know, hit the character, but then a white guy is his brother, <laughs> you know. Hey, that so new they, Tommy is good. Tommy, yeah. The guy that plays Tommy yeah. is really good. Yeah. But they he really embodies the game character. So, but I think it's good that they kept it consistent. Like, you know, I, I thought they were going to throw like, Pedro Pascal and John Bernthal <laughs> as Tommy. <laughs> Dang, real one. But, well, he's a real one. He's a real one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I think he he does a good job uh, for the most part. I just, I heard that Jensen Eccles really wanted to play the character and now I'm like, that's a real Texan. Although, although, mm. Pedro Pascal spent a lot of time in, or sorry, Pedro Pascal spent a lot of time in San Antonio mm. in Texas, so. That's yeah. my quick thoughts. Yeah, there's like a cultural thing there. It seems like it would be like the changes that they made with the people and stuff. It seems like it'd be more believable for people in Austin because it's like a <laughs> it's like a melting pot over there. It's surprisingly enough they didn't shoot a lot of that stuff in Austin. They shot that in other little towns in the Midwest. They just kind of put the CG backdrop of the Austin cityscape. So like the watch shop that was nowhere in Austin. Oh yeah, that didn't look that didn't look like Austin at all. It kind of did. It kind of looks like when you get off the mega bus and you're like, you're like on twenty first, like a <laughs> um, little bit, like you know what I mean. It, it, <laughs> I could tell it wasn't Austin. Yeah, like, they they did they got close, but yeah. you know if you've been to Austin as much as I don't know how often you guys go, but mm. I go I used to go a lot, especially when my wife went to college at Texas State. It was like we would go to Austin a lot. I could tell. However, there was still the vibe. Yeah. You know, that's not yeah. a knock. Yeah, it felt like it felt like it could be in Austin. That's the Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah, which is cool. Like the teachers there, like the, <laughs> the the picture on the classroom is like you're not here to smile, you're here to learn or something like that. Like <laughs> it's all just kind of like it's just it has a good feel to it, I guess, when it starts out. You see you see society moving forward in a way. You see like where everything's at in like two thousand three, whatever yeah. time it starts, like the mm -hmm. like the Bush era, I guess if you want to put it that way. I'm really glad that we didn't hear a bunch of oh what I gotta what I gotta do a minority checkpoint what I gotta go PC mm -hmm. by changing you know Sarah to a biracial half black half Latina girl you know who that, that that young lady is that's the daughter of the it's the Tandy Newton yeah that's the daughter yeah. of uh, what's her name 
Tandy Newton. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. I can see the resemblance. Oh, absolutely. I was like, it's funny because I saw her. I was like, she looks like a young Tandy Newton. Hey, did y'all catch, and we're kind of going a little all over the place. We're not going to probably do this in order in episode one. So let's just stick with episode one to begin with. Okay. Okay. We'll probably dedicate 10, 15 minutes to that, another 10, 15 minutes to episode two. Yeah. Sounds good. Good? Mm -hmm. Okay. So when grandma's in the chair, let's get get right to it. Yeah. I, I, I was watching it with my dad. And my dad missed it. He was watching and he missed oh, it. Oh, didn't see that little foreground part with the old lady like tweaking out? And, and tweaking in the background? Yeah, just going, I yeah. went, I went, oh, okay. Like, there she go. Yeah. There I was like, go. Yeah. Man, I mean, I picked that up quick. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was like, what are you talking about? So I, I rewound it. it. And then he went, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I missed the first time? Remember the kid in the classroom where his hand was twitching with the silver bracelet? Yeah, they, yeah, I yeah. missed that. Yeah. Bringing the the glare. Yeah, his motor Internet. functions. That mm-hmm. was like his motor function going. I didn't. I missed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, lobby shot that glare yeah, yeah. into uh, into her eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Goodbye, Carson. Hello, welcome back, car. Just <laughs> <laughs> little things, man. Just little things that they did during that game. Yeah. All right, the the show, and I, I play the game. It's been a minute, so. Like you're you're watching and he has to go pick up. Is that I don't remember him picking up Tommy from jail. In, no, it's a uh, he just disappears. Yeah, that wasn't there. It's just implied that he just goes somewhere for the night. Probably just goes to the bar or whatever. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah, but yeah. he's not there and Tommy's looking for him uh, in the game. He's like calling. He calls the house and Sarah picks up. He's like, "Where's your dad?" And then he comes in later when the neighbor breaks in through the window and they take care of it. Okay, that that's, that's what I was gonna say. I, yeah. I, they they busted the glass mm-hmm. in the video game. Okay, yeah. I do remember that. Okay, yeah, that okay. whole scene just takes a different pivot, and I feel like it's like a great homage to Resident Evil One when when the zombies like turning around for the first time when you see the old lady like devouring her family. Yeah, yeah, it's the same vibe, dude. Yeah, but she's got them weird little tentacles sticking out of her mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, is that hair? No, that's not hair. They don't show that on the game, right? So they made that decision to use those strands instead of like the spores. Yeah. So there's no spores in this world. There's those uh, mycelium strands. Yeah. 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 And well, well, we're 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 talking about episode deeper into the season. You're gonna have the spores in the air that you that you had in the game. I think it's gonna come into that. Like when Mm. I think that was the second episode. So wait a second. Um, They got to get to the. They got to get to the school. I don't want, oh shit, let me not say anything. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me stop right there. <laughs> let me stop right there. Hold on. <laughs> that's got to be coming next. Yeah, yeah, that's all the same beats. Like, yeah, they're still trying yeah. to find a battery. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that first episode, very interesting. They kind of introduce a different part of the world, like post-apocalypse. We'll get there in a bit. I'm but, just, oh, sorry, go ahead, Car. But yeah, like, we can just go through that scene at the beginning where, where things start going south. Like, yeah, when, like when she's... At the watch repair shop, mm-hmm. I mean, you see, <clears throat> you see all the, the the fire trucks and ambulances going down in the background while the guy's working on the watch. Yeah, and you, Just, it and it's so so compelling how it doesn't translate what those people are saying in their in their native language. And they just kick her out. Like they're saying yeah. something to each other. Like mm-hmm. something's happening. You yeah. need to close the store. And like it's up for interpretation. Like, yeah, you can get you can use like a translator or whatever to figure that out. Yeah, but, but they didn't put the translation yeah. on the screen. Like yeah. a lot of times they'll put the translation on the screen so you know it's being said, but a lot it adds that level of suspense yeah. that you get yep. playing the game that I think the show really re uh imagines very well. It really brought me back because I was I'm watching with my wife. She never played the game. <laughs> and 
I was afraid that I'd just be like, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know, the whole time. But no, it's still, I'm on edge. Yeah. Ooh. There was like a restructuring Ooh. of all these things that came out to a very pleasant, cohesive package, which we'll, we'll get into. Like, okay, Tommy and Joel show up in front of the house once that once Sarah yeah. gets to deal with the old lady that's like going to attack <laughs> Right them. on time. You get a very first instant hit of the game where like Joel just swings a wrench. And it's like, damn, it's just like the game. And it shows you like this... Uh, this like version of himself that's going to come out later. And then you see that whole intro, like for the game, like when they're in the truck trying to go past the highway, when they're going past that family. That, yeah. Or that burning, yeah, uh, that oh, burning farm, farmhouse. Yeah. Like all that's uh, accounted for just like straight up beats. Beautiful from the game. recreation. Yeah. A um, couple of things. Uh, I, uh, E brought this up. We were talking off mic about it, maybe right after the first episode. Yep. Um, about you know how the the plane crashes instead of Dude, them getting hit by yeah, the bus. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I like that. It was exciting. It was exciting. Yeah. It brings similar level of suspense, right? Like oh. They did a good fake out because I was like, "Here comes the truck." Yeah, yeah and, it and stops. then it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And it stops, and you're like, "Damn, okay, what's gonna happen?" Yeah, now? when I did that, I was like, "I don't recall that yeah. being like that." Yeah. Yeah, so. it's like it just changes. But dude, that honestly, I'll, I'll shout out to the special effects department who was dealing with that. That plane, that plane crash was spectacular. It absolutely was. Yeah. It felt like the game. Ooh, yeah. When you watched it, like remember how they had like some of those cutscenes in the game where you're watching stuff happen? It felt like it felt like it was there the whole time. Yeah, the way dude. that explosion, like they the it was two blocks away. Yeah, man. When it, it crashed down and it's still not like that's ah, man. Yeah, chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just one of those things where when my brain saw that, it just went, "All right, the show's gonna be different in a great way." Mm-hmm. Like that's when I saw. I was like, "There's gonna be, like, oh yeah, similar consequences, but how we get to these consequences is gonna be just nice." And I hope, I hope to keep making those wise decisions, like through the edits and the way the rest of the season plays out. Because when I started seeing how they're gonna present this to you in a different way as a fan of the game and as just like a first time viewer, like I don't think it's gonna. I think it's just made to impress every kind of demographic they're trying to hit. Yeah. They're trying to appeal to appeal to a wide audience. Yeah. You know, and and honestly, I will say you don't have to be a player of the game to enjoy this. Yeah. You can take it in for what it is. Like one of the podcasters I listen to, uh, Tom Merritt of Daily Tech News Show, he's also got a podcast, one of one of many, um, called Cord Killers. And they have a segment called It's Spoiler in Time where they they follow a few shows and they talk about them and he's the only one that hadn't played the game on the show. So one guy I think played one and two and the left behind. I think one guy only played one and then he hadn't played at all. So it was one of those things that works out because he's just enjoying it for what it is. And I think that's a testament to how well they're writing the show. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said earlier, my wife is, she's more into it than I am. Damn. And really? I, yeah, oh, she's like, we were taught yesterday. She's like, I just wanted to hurry up and be signed in. I was like, nah, then I got to turn around and go to work on Monday. Yeah. She's like, I just want to watch The Last of Us. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, you're not wrong. Like, so do I. Like, I'm excited for this. Um, yeah. That first episode. She cried at the end of that first episode. Really? But um, yeah. she cried at that point. Even now, I'm not going to lie. I should have looked. I got kids. So it hits, you know, it's like, oh, man. Um, it hit it hit a little different. So it's like, you know, we got a little water. It didn't come down, but you know, you. When I first played it on PS3 at the very beginning of the game, I yeah. did I did shed some tears when I first because you know I, I didn't make the correlation that it was a different person on the cover, so I was like, okay, this is who I'm playing as. It's a yeah. father and daughter dealing with the apocalypse together. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. 
And then when she died, I was like, then who am I playing as? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fun little tidbit about that first scene in the game. Uh, That was Neil Druckmann's like first kind of mainline game that he was directing as a game director. And he had to mocap everybody to get the the scenes going. So him and Troy Baker were like butting heads at the beginning because Troy had an idea of how to handle this like death, like in a dramatic way, kind of like, why? Like that kind of thing. But he ran that take for like, three days straight. So he mm. did it over and over and over again with Troy Baker until he broke him to the point where he got what he needed out of him. And then they'll, they'll talk about it in interviews where it's like a little salty on Troy's part. That was the thing though. And like that scene is the way it is because of that whole power struggle. Like the guy was frustrated after like three days. Like I think the little girl that was mocapping Sarah also was really frustrated. Like I think she like, like messed up her throat and stuff like crying so much for like three days straight three mm. days of crying yeah like 40 something takes like they, they were just like and he was just adamant about it. i was like no you're gonna do it this way like you're not gonna do it in this dramatic way like you're gonna do it the way i wrote it and yeah it's it's pretty faithful to that thing And i think this show is like that because of that guy's vision you know wow i mean he's that's that's a very specific you yeah. know to be like okay it's like it's like a was that a war of attrition? Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, he didn't have any emotion showing the guy that I'm, we're just gonna keep doing this until you give me what I want. Because instead of giving me the why, like all that stuff, like yeah. it was just like this typical Hollywood. Yeah, like I want you to be the subdued character that loses their daughter in the moment. You got to pr- portray that in the way where it doesn't explode out of his character. And yeah, so that shows too. Pedro Pascal probably had to do it a bunch of times too. You know, he's he's probably like I just want to do it. You know, like losing Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that was interesting seeing that scene play out as it did. And I was like, this can't deviate because I remember the whole background story of that when I saw the making of The Last of Us, like the game. Mm. And I was like, yeah, so this is this. I'm pretty sure the guy had to struggle a lot with his other director to like really relinquish control of some of the stuff and some of the decisions. But I think there were I think they came to mutual agreements a lot. That, that would be one interesting thing, right? It's like, uh, you chose my game. Yeah. Well, the way they came together, too, they talk about on the podcast, they went to lunch. Uh, The guy from Chernobyl said, HBO has got me in their pocket. Like, if I just go set up a meeting with them next week, they'll give me whatever I want. And then Neil Druckmann, the creator of the game, sat back for a little bit, let him pitch, let the other guy pitch the whole idea to HBO. And they're like, all right, we'll give you the money for it. Thank you for coming, Neil. (laughs) That's how they started the game or the the show, rather. They, They just had the other guy pitch it for him. And in that moment, the creator knows the game, Hollywood. Yeah, and in that moment, the creator of the game was like, "I never had kind of a passion for the game because I had given it to so many pitches, like this many times." But when this guy brought it back up, it was like really enlightening for me to how much the power of the source material was. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That is cool. I I, I hope that um, I hope that they keep that same energy with Game Three. You know, I hope. I, I wonder how much they're learning from this process. Yeah how much that may inform what they're going to do for game. I don't even know. I'm sure they're working on it, but they're, they've got a multiplayer for the second one. That's supposed to be coming out here. Yeah. That's still being made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so they're still working player. uh, Yeah. The the, game too. Yeah. The third one probably wouldn't come out. If I had to put a year on it, I'd say four or five years. Damn. That's a while. Yeah. They're good. That. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it'd be a minute. That's crazy. Okay. So first episode gets through a lot. It's an hour and 27 minutes. A lot of material in that first episode, and it hits hard, man. It hits hard. They did a good job of bringing some newer elements, telling the backstory. I'm glad that the first episode was basically a movie. Yeah, yeah. You you, you had to. So when you left at the end of 
the 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 first episode, it's like, okay, here's where we are. Yeah. Um, I post apocalyptic. Uh, apparently, the guy, or I don't, I don't know if it was you that told me or someone else that told me, but I heard that the guy who's the voice of the announcer. Yeah, that's Tommy. Yeah, yeah the radio Tommy. guy. Okay, so it was you that told yeah, me that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was that was pretty cool how they're bringing some of those folks back into the game, excuse me, into the series. Marlene, yeah, that's her. I look, yeah, her. yeah, I, yeah. I, I looked at her and I said, "Damn, she looks just like Marlene." And I was like, "Who's playing her?" Marlene is playing Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just that just shows you though the O like the O to the game that I think they're going to take throughout the process of this of this season and hopefully throughout the old franchise season one season two. Yeah, there's like who does that? Like, let me bring the actual uh, yeah. mocap actor in. To I mean, Troy Baker could have played Joel. He could have played himself. I don't think it would have fit though. You don't think so? Nah, like the guy is dramatic. You know what I mean? Like it took him a lot of self control to really get that role down. Like, <laughs> it, like if you see him in Death Stranding, he's like a totally different person. Oh, he's in Death Stranding. Yeah, he's like mm. the main bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I, b- I believe Troy Baker's also the voice of Batman in Arkham Origins. Like the, nah, I never played the Origins. Yeah, yeah. That's he, why I also never played Gotham Knights because it's the same people. I was like, ah, yeah. yeah. Man. Gotham Knights didn't score well. That's all yeah. different. So that first episode it takes you into that twenty twenty three that we're not in. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to stop where he throws that kid into the fire, but they had like they had like test showings, and they're like, that's not going to be a good ending for the first episode. Like <laughs> we need people to come back, so that's why they made it like two episodes into one. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's good that you get to see the way the world was and the way the world is in this story. And you see how the Fireflies kind of go around trying to recruit people. You see Joel and Tess's dynamic. You yeah. see like Joel's like inner demons with his pills and his alcohol and shit. Like, it's crazy. What did y'all think about them going to the battle, post-battle yeah. between the Fireflies and the dude that had the battery? Yeah. How did you feel about them not showing the fight yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people will say, show me, don't tell me. Yeah. Do you felt like you wish you would have seen the fight or were you like, ah, no sweat off my back. I, f- I know what happened here. It was like subversive because there's like a, there's like something in the air, like with all the silence and everything where like they know the other, like Fedra's going to come. Mm-hmm. So it kind of puts like a, like an air of urgency on top of everything. Because then also Marlene's like bleeding out. Yeah. She's like, all right, wrap it up, guys. I'm like dying and shit. And then the other lady's like missing her ear. Yeah. yeah. And then that's this whole crazy introduction to Ellie just kind of happens. And it's almost secondary to the whole idea of the plot because it just it just hits you fast and they got to get out of there. The way they led up to it. Yeah. Um, like, okay, so you play the game, right? They go into the tunnel. What's the first thing you're thinking about when they go into the tunnel? Like, oh, bro, don't go to the tunnel. Spores yeah, and, you know, like spore. Right. And then, right, you come in, they go into that room. You have uh, the guy that's you know, impelled on the wall. Um, Oh, something's blocking this. Oh, something's blocking this. And then you get to it. Like, you're expecting something. So I think it was a good shift to not give you what you were. Because it, it would have been real easy for them to come through and they're going through that room and there's gunshots on the other side and they bust through in the middle of the fight. Yeah. It's just another level of shifting what you're expecting. Um, even if you hadn't watched the show, because we were watching it. Well, it's like, oh, they're about to get into something. They're about to get into something. I was like, no, it's already done. Battles happened. Uh, I, part of me wishes I would have seen it just because I'm an action hound. Yeah. But I understand why. Because the action isn't as important as moving the story. The story is what's important. Mm. So adding adding the action would have been 
I, I don't want to see. I don't want to seem no not watering down, but I don't want to seem dismissive. But catering to a casual fan that's just like, you said the video game. I want to see action because video games always have action. Yeah. So Cartman. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even watch South Park. That's the funny part. Um, another another podcast I heard was saying you know they kind of respect the the watcher by not actually showing a battle. Yeah. Like they they, they kind of said, hey, we could figure out what happened here let's just get on with it yeah yeah it kind of wants you to recognize something different rather than like what happened mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen and yeah you move forward from that you have that whole thing where they're trying to get outside the wall after that with ellie that's crazy man that that was spot on yeah and then that was spot on except for the parts that were different like when he beats that guy to death and like yeah he didn't kill the guy in the game yeah yeah no he did not uh, but I think that brings a realness to his pain, right? Yeah, he's got like PTSD about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that brings a realness to his pain. Brings back all those feelings from uh, from that. Uh, but her turn around and stabbing that dude in the leg, I was like, oh, I know it. Oh, oh. So I think they keep Ellie rough around the edges for that moment where she realizes that she's like the same kind of messed up as Joel in that moment. Like, like they bring up too in that whole thing. Like, she's not afraid of him being violent. She's like activated by it. She she looks at him. She's like. I like it. Yeah, yeah. In in a way, <laughs> well, in a way too. But also, like you know that that song at the end of the intro, like with that Depeche Mode song. Yeah. That song is like about a guy doing drugs or whatever. But if you take the words literally, like they're in together for this journey now, and like they're gonna let each other down and all this stuff. But like it's like this crazy like um, codependent relationship that they have because of their weird kind of tendency towards violence, and it's 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 a. Uh, it's it's just strange to see like how you see the bonds that are made out of love and stuff are can sometimes just still be destructive. My replacement daughter. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> you know that's the thing too. It's like his his healing is a part of her story too. Yeah. And it's like it's it's not fair. It's setting you up for all of that though yeah. throughout the throughout the journey, which is yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and then that second episode rolls around, oh, man, and then you just kind of get a bit of a slower pace of it. It kind of lets you breathe a little bit with the characters. It gets it, you. To it really, does slow down, yeah. quite a bit from the first episode, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, you get to really like the characters. You like Tess more. You like Joel a little bit more, and then Ellie's just really blossoming into who she is as a person. One uh, one <laughs> yeah. YouTuber that I watch, Tyrone Magnus, who's great. He's mm. he's got a Tyrone Magnus has got. I can't even get that deep. His voice right. just. His brother's voice just resonates. He looks like he looks like a, a superhero. All right. Um. He had a weird complaint. What was it? Tessa's bandana. He really wanted the bandana. He's like, oh, that's yeah, not yeah, Tess. Yeah. Yeah. Like He's like, that's not. I was like, I don't really care about the bandana, bro. Like, <laughs> this test is interesting. She's got like a control dynamic. And she's she got it she, over Well, she's Joel. the alpha. Yeah, she's like the alpha in the relationship. And Joel's just kind of the crazy Frankenstein monster that she keeps like under wraps. Yeah. Like, like, unlock, you know? like yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, unlocks at times. Yeah. Cause she tells him like, don't do that or do that. And he's just like, all right, he's checked out. So he's, he's like, like, can I get some booty? Okay. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is, but she's got a power to her. And then also you see her soft side too, in that second episode. Yeah. Where, where you like, see her kind of opening up to Ellie. Yeah, she's accepting. like looking after her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and it's crazy because they said that the original intro was showing her backstory with mm. her son. Oh, really? Yeah. That was the original intro to episode two, mm. but they decided to not do that. Wow. To kind of just keep the keep it focused on where they are now, yeah, versus, where they're going, because that would have been, and, and then not trying to explain her too much, yeah. You know, I mean, like, she it's so quick, 
Right. She she's not I hate to be rude, but she's not important to the story. She's like she's there. Yeah. She she's a means to an end. When you think about it for the beginning, but right, right. Uh, the bridge between Joel and Ellie. Right, right. To, exactly. To I mean started, she, but she's important in a sense where she does that, but I mean like overall she's yeah, like it's episode 2 and she's you know, is she gone, player? <laughs> 86. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 86. Yeah, restaurant stuff. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Man, I haven't heard that in a long time. Um, but man, that, oh, man. That, that, one that, thing I thought was hilarious in the second episode when they're just getting going and they're sharing the rations. You want something? Yeah, she's like, got oh, like no, the she best got me food. something. And yeah. then she's got like a whole sandwich, like the best. <laughs> and they're like, like, it's like eating beef jerky. It's like, wait, what? Did Marlene give you that? Like, yeah, she gave me chicken. Just, <laughs> yeah. they're looking at her like you bitch yeah <laughs> like what y'all think about that intro with the uh oh the lady in, in the, like in in, in asia in a foreign country yeah yes. i'll just say asia yeah there was she was like a viral oh, yeah. no she wasn't a viral she was a, a a mycelium scientist she was like a fungal like biologist or something yeah, that, like that was crazy uh, i think it just brought to a sense of how widespread everything was yeah, and just how deadly it was like it brings yeah. you back into the beginning of the first episode right where he's like oh dude if these guys get yeah. to a point where they can survive in this like watch out and then she's just like bomb bomb everybody well who can we save no everybody i mean even herself yeah like, like, that's she crazy like she's like not like i'm leaving at 0600 make sure this place is rubble she's like no like immediately bomb this place she said i want to go be with my family yeah you like, know and, and she accepted and the, her fate yeah and the crazy shit was like you know people were people were really bugging out over the naked lady on the table like it's so gross i was like have y'all not seen a naked person before or, or like I mean, a like, medical study or, like that, yeah. or, or i mean like go look in the, look go look in the mirror yeah. i mean if you're <laughs> there I, there, there are plenty of people with that body shape who take showers yeah and have to look at themselves take in the showers. mirror <laughs> or baths <laughs> or don't, or don't. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> but i was just like i was like the fuck are y'all tripping about yeah that's the least of the worries yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that's like yeah, if dude. you're if you're focusing on how gross she is, you are missing the point of what that whole situation is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like that's a very minute detail. Yeah. It's like a resignation of like their fate at that point. And also, like you think it's crazy that she says like drop bombs, but then later, like in passing, Tesco is like, yeah, they bombed most of the major cities, and this one got under control, but a lot of them didn't. Yeah, like, yeah, that is a weird kind of thing that you did. They really bomb, like, it keeps you like that quiet question in the back of your head, like, did they really bomb every place? And then you see that later, yeah, yeah. when you get into, when they get into the city after yeah. the fact, like, you see the destruction. Yeah, what, what, what's funny is, like, and they don't mention nukes as the bombs, yeah, they just say bombs, dude. So, like, I'm like, I'm thinking about long term for like maybe this is video game three or because I haven't played two, like but radiation. it's like. Yeah, I'm like, so did they just use regular bombs or did they nuke anything? Because I'm thinking about nuclear winters and they, yeah. maybe they were just like, nah, these regular bombs are good enough. You know, we don't need to nuke a, a whole freaking Trying to ensure their survival. You nuke yeah. everything you're going to, you know. Yeah, and I know like going towards like, like the finale of this episode, like it's just really subversive too. Like you get the clickers. The clickers are satisfying in every way. They oh, are in the every ones, single way. Yeah, they're everything you want them to be in the, from the game. And like the makeup and all that shit. Like it's amazing. And then it's just, it's crazy how it double taps on Ellie on her bite just to reiterate the fact that she is quite, in fact, like yeah, immune. immune. This, yeah. Like if you didn't understand what they were getting at before, here we go. Yeah, and I don't know if y'all saw that cut when when uh, Tess turns around, like when she's walking way ahead of the other uh, two. 
She's got a. She's already got the mark on her neck, and you just see it for like a fraction of a second. Oh, I did not. So when she was like, I'm, I'm, I was like, oh yeah. yeah. She's get, she she pulls she pushes up ahead a little bit. You see a scene where she's like grabbing onto her bag. And she turns around really quickly, and you see the red. And you're like, oh, I just saw that. This is gonna pay off, and it does in the in the strangest way because in that part of the game, Fedra's starting to really come out in that city because the biggest threat in that city was like all the Fedra camp, like or the or the like raiders and stuff like that. Mm. So like that's the whole thing. Like this changes, this changes the whole story in a different way. Where it keeps pushing it forward naturally, but yeah, this part is totally different. Like it's the same set piece too. Like that big house. Yeah, that are the hotel. Or was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they start in the hotel and they branch out somewhere else where it's that big foyer. Or yeah, whatever, right? and they get into that open space in there. Yeah. Um. But ah, uh, man, and the even coming out of that specific. Uh, part of the show where they open up and you get the shot for shot version of them walking into the city for the first time in that game. Yeah, yeah, the, the with the crumbled buildings yeah. kind of overlapping each mm-hmm. other and like them just having dead ends and like yeah, that the set was crazy. How they just kind of explain how everything works with the mycelium. Like if they step on a piece of ground that has that, it'll wake up wake the up. other ones. And how um, I mean, how that actually comes into play uh, later it, on in the episode. Yeah, like, it just happens. Yeah. And you're like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? And then it's like, oh, no, we're going to show you. Yeah. Wave of zombies yeah. or whatever they are coming at you. Yeah. And that's yeah. the whole part that Tess's death changes. It was going to happen. Tess was going to die. But the way she dies in this one. It's more it, heroic. Still. It's more heroic. Yeah. She's, she still sacrifices herself regardless. But this one is just. Like, just, I don't know, just more emotionally jarring. Well, you know, and, and Fedra were the guys that killed her. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. Went, and yeah, she game. went down and like I, a cowboy. Yeah, And, and, yeah. and it's funny because I don't, re, I don't honestly remember the Fedra ending, but I knew, I knew that it was different than the game. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't sound like it's right. This doesn't seem right. I don't yeah. remember this. Yeah. Especially when... He the the one clicker or whatever comes up to her and starts yeah, but she's already mouth. infected at that point. I think yeah. that's well, yeah. They, like, it, they it was like was it trying yeah. to speed up the process? Yeah. I guess you know. And so I knew she was doing a thing with the sw- uh, with the lighter. I think in the original right in the yeah. first game mm-hmm. she was still doing a thing with the lighter, but he uses this in a way where it's like a like a plot point, like a like a red herring or something. Right, like it just gets it going. Right, right, you know? right, right. And so that was that was um. That was good. Now the the silence, the silent parts. Let's take let's take it back just a couple of scenes. Oh, when he's when they're in that museum. When they're in a the museum, like that actually felt like you're playing the game. Yeah. Because you have to do that. Yeah, that breathlessness, like mm-hmm. the the way the sound is mixed in that room. You hear the room, you don't hear them. Right. And you hear the right. clickers, and like it's crazy. Yeah, that really is a <gasps> like holding your own breath moment while you're watching. You know. Right. Right. Because I mean, I mean, as soon as they hear it, I mean, they react like that in the game too, where it's like. Yeah, and then they just they just pivot, yeah. and then they're mm-hmm. on top of you, and it's like, oh shit! And then you're tapping was an X, yeah, like, just to fight them off, off. Yeah. to fight them yeah. off. <laughs> like so, they did a really good job of reenacting that. Now the major, this is a major key, hmm. major change that they made when you referred to it earlier. Spores versus mycelial, um, how they're all connected. Yeah, yeah. so. They went down, and through the mycelial network, it reached out, and all of them were like, they like, oh, yeah. they woke up, yeah, fresh blood, like, yeah, it was crazy. So that was that's cool. 
what I'm wondering, and I'm like I said, I'm thinking of game three. If at some point that's going to be an evolutionary point that they use. You know, if they haven't started developing game three, it's a really easy way to pivot from the show yeah. and bring that into uh, the, the game equation. Yeah. Cause, and people will know. Because oh. that would be a cool, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like an evolutionary thing where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, it started with spores, but also this. Yeah. So then as a playing mechanic, as you're moving, you're like, oh, step on a patch of grass that's got this and it's like, it's game time. Right. Yeah. It might be a different color. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. I, you have to like, they yeah. can use that as a tactical thing. Okay. I have to jump from here to there because if I land on that, yeah, then that's going to trigger them. Even if I don't make a sound. Yeah. That'd be cool. If like all the forms of, of this story just informed each other and you came out with a better, yeah, like a better product for yeah. the third game with yeah. all these yeah. uh, coinciding with each other. No, yeah. I completely understand and agree. Um, Pretty but, tight. Uh, yeah, dude, that'd that, be super tight. Yeah, that clicker scene. I was like, oh, yeah, it was intense. It, it went by really quickly, but it felt like you were trapped in it too. Yeah, yeah, and that's how it is in the game, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're only fighting those things for for a minute until you get to you know some of the more advanced uh, levels of the mutation. Yeah, uh, but nobody clickers. Lower level in the game, you have to, but nobody likes to fight those things, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 man. Not at all. Well, one, maybe two, I'm good with. But when you get like a to, room full, yeah, you got six of them in there, and you gotta. I used to hate. I and and, and I'm I'm getting to a different town that they're about to get to. But when you're ducking behind the cars mm-hmm. and you're supposed to go through that alleyway, and they're yeah, just dude, like, I'm level, like, that level's brutal. I'm just like, come on, I just got here, and then you just. They start freaking out. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's full of that many obstacles where you can't really get out of their way. And right. Right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. by design, those, those clickers, like they just have, they have something about them where it makes tight spaces feel tighter just because of the way they move and the way they mm-hmm. go right to you. Like despite whatever things like are in front of you. It's like they jump like them jumping over the cabinets in the, in the, in the show. Yeah. yeah. They just, they just barrel over yeah, that. It and doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter if there's something in between you. We're going to get to you. We're going to get there. Well, all right, fellas. I'm going to wrap this thing up. I got a dinner to go to. This will be continued. Yeah, we got episode three coming out this this Sunday. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. So you'll get uh, you'll get a little bit of this after uh, episode three has already came out, but it gives you time to digest before we uh, expound upon it together. This was nice. Yeah, let us know uh, what y'all think of this. If you want to hear more of this. So, uh, yeah. well, we're not going to stop talking about the show. So... This is all on y'all. But until next time, peace.